0: Patrons of the pandemic. It's Sunday night. You know what that means. Time for another edition of Ignore the Rant. And we see you up there in the Great White North. We see you. My name is Doug. I'm Jim. And this is Arona
1: from Arizona. Very far from Canada, mind you. I've looked at a map. Arizona,
0: nowhere near. Nowhere near Canada. A couple states over. A couple states over.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Was it uh,
0: Ontario? I'm not Ontario. good with my provinces. I, I believe it was uh, Quebec. I don't. Oh. I can't. I, I can't. Oh, we can't remember. I actually,
2: I, I do think it was Ontario. When Ontario. He, when he okay. Sent me the
0: data. Well, well, what we were speaking of is last week was the end of our first full week of uh, being having a our, podcast. Uh, being a podcast. <laughs> yes, and and we were able to ascertain some stats. And uh, according to our stats, we have a listener or two or three, maybe. Yeah, we would like to know. In Canada. Yes, we would like to know. Uh, and, and, and whoever this may be, uh, you
1: can get in contact. And anybody that's listening to this, you can get in contact with us. Uh, you can write us an email at ignoretherant at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at... Ign- oh, you know what? I should probably learn this before yes, I start yes, spouting it. you should it. learn it. Man, we're only two weeks old. I'm an infant. <laughs> you what,
0: what the hell do I know? <laughs> we promised fuck-ups, and here they
1: are. Oh, I, and like I said, you're going to like the way we fuck up. I guarantee it. All right, you can find us on Instagram at ignoretherant underscore podcast, and you can send us, I don't know, uh, DMs telling us how bad we suck, topics you want us to hear. Uh, for those person... <laughs> in Canada, you can uh, you can let us know if you're could actually a, in Canada. Could be a
0: couple of them. Could be one person. We're not could agents of the government. We're not tracking you. We're, yeah, not, no, we're, no. Not, we're not. we're not doing any no, of that. We're shit. just very excited that it, that uh, our first week, someone in another country actually took the time to listen to us. Yeah, our, and our, we really appreciate that. our stupid that.
1: little voices
0: cleared customs. Yes, <laughs> they made they it did. north of the border. They cleared <laughs> customs. I love it. <laughs> And we might be joining you soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please contact yeah, us. No I, shit. I, I might need a place to lay low. Yeah, we
0: might, we not might need a room to flop in for a while. <laughs>
1: Just hollow out a moose carcass. I'll, you know, I'll make my own way. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how this dumpster fire goes.
1: So yeah. Oh, anyway, no we're on yeah. the we're on the social. I call it the social meds. The old social medias. were on Instagram. I think we got a Twitter, but. Uh, no need to go in there. We haven't even posted anything. Yeah, we do. Uh, and I never use Twitter anyway. No, no. Uh, you know. I mean, feel free to throw anything up there you want, but, uh, yeah, it's just a shit
0: show. Twitter. Yeah.
2: I'm too wor- wordy to boil anything down to, what is it, like 250 characters or less? Yeah. I have no idea.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, otherwise that, you got to start making a upper- thread. Well, it was 140 uh, 120 or 140. 140 yeah. and they doubled okay. it. But, uh, even if you use up, that many, which you can easily. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. You, those thumbs get it going. And then next thing you know, you got to start making a thread, which I don't, I, I, I'll i be honest, I'm going to confess something here. I still don't know how to make a thread on Twitter. Like, what is that? You just type all your shit out and then immediately reply back to yourself. And then that makes it a thread. I don't know. I don't, Please, know, I
0: don't know. For the love of God, somebody write us. Or I guess we could probably just YouTube it. The Never only mind. Thing, the only thing I know about Twitter is our president loves it. Mm hmm. It's his favorite thing to do.
1: Yes, he sure do.
0: It is his favorite thing to do. Now, personally, I am on Twitter, but I'm not going to give that
1: shit out. Not yet. Oh, no. Um, But I use that just to track (laughs) what the hell's going on. In fact, half the dumb shit we talk about on this show that I bring up, I get probably from Twitter. That's where it starts. That's where you can get all the crazy videos of wild-ass shit going down that Facebook... That's where the seed is planted. Yeah, it's weird, because... You can get booted on both platforms, but it seems like Twitter allows some of the more egregious shit that Facebook will immediately
0: well, just say Well, they have no. to because of just the whole idea of Twitter. Twitter is like made to be a rant. It's made to be a basically a complaint. Yes,
1: of, I was about to say not yeah. even a rant, just yeah, a yeah. spurgy little dash com-
0: of negativity, right? Just like, a meh. complaint. That's what. It, That's it, all it is. It the whole platform is based on that. Yeah. And and it, who
1: who can I go make points of contact with? Just right. let them know. It reminds me of the Dana Carvey uh, character where he's, uh help me out here. Where he's doing like the upset kid. He's like, meh. <laughs> you know, meh. I wanted it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Where he's like, oh. I, th- I feel a tantrum coming on. It was during his chopping broccoli stand-up special Chopin that was really broccoli. big twenty years ago. But he Chopin was like, oh, he was making yeah, the that was comparison." He was
2: talking about Marsha Clark, I think.
1: Well, he was making the comparison between old people and young people, right. infants and elderly that right. are basically the same.
0: No, ah! yeah, change yeah. my diaper, yeah. wipe my ass, yeah. <laughs> wipe my ass.
1: That's Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Megatron, Megator T, That part of the. Thing? Yes. Yeah. Every yeah, time I, I, I click, okay. it's nine ninety five to you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think we might be losing yeah. some of our non deep in the woods comedy fans but uh, anyway go look up Dana Carvey Chopping Broccoli Special whatever the hell that thing is named when he's doing the little you know infants and elderly people are basically the same that is Twitter and there. I
0: believe he is Canadian too is he not? Uh, I know Mike Myers is let's just
1: call him Canadian okay. everybody's Canadian yeah Canadians. nobody wants to be American anyway
0: hey, home of Terrence and Philip.
1: hey gang hi gang Hey, I fucked in your face all right. Well, speaking of,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> speaking of things that went off the rail, uh, well, no, that's a very bad segue. Let's open up this thing with a cheerful celebrity death recount. Yeah, celebrity deaths. So we didn't we we're didn't up to four this week. Well, we didn't cover it last week, and it already happened. We could have, but you know, we were on such a COVID kick, we didn't want to get all bogged down with people dying. Just didn't seem fitting. <laughs>
0: And this is a covid free zone this week. Yeah. None, none of that. Free zone. Oh, none yeah. of that shit. Well, we might bump into it, but Doug's
1: Doug's going to take a He's going to take a timeout in the penalty box. So, the most recent celebrity desk that I'm aware of, waiting through all of the other news is uh, apparently a TV show which I never watched called Glee. I think it was big in the early 2000s. A lot of singing.
0: Yeah, a lot of singing. A lot of pretty people think I saw like maybe six minutes of one episode.
1: I think if I, t- if I counted up, if I totaled up all the commercials I saw while they were playing it during my football games that I was watching, I'd probably have
0: six minutes. Of I think I saw them do a Queen song on there. Oh, I'm, I'm sure not, they did. I'm sure they probably did. If like I'm not mistaken, that's what I watched. I watched them do a Queen. And I'm like, why are they fucking with, up Queen like this? Th- why, why, oh, I'm sorry. Why are, why are they allowing them to fuck up Queen this way? No, what's up, Aruna? No, go ahead. What are you saying?
2: Uh, all I was going to say is you would think with my theater background that I would have actually had some familiarity with the show, but nope. How about hair? Oh, no. I, hey, I love hair. I'm not saying that I didn't know of Glee. I just personally didn't watch it. And I was saying you would think that I would have based on my theatrical background.
0: Right. No, I think I think Glee was kind of based off of hair. Pro- I oh, mean, okay. hey.
1: Yeah. Anything's up
0: for yeah. a debate, I guess. But yeah, Arona was in,
1: uh, was into the thespiatics. That's a word I just made up. He was a thespian in college. A lesbian. And so this show, I think, came out in like 06. I don't know. It came out, I think, after we left our beloved uh, alma mater that neither one of us graduated from. And um, anyway, one of the people on this show that I know nothing about, sadly... Died, and i'm trying to be all happy and jovial because i don't want to start the show on a downer (laughs) but anyway her name was i think naya rivera yeah and uh i don't have details on this i'm going to throw it over to arona here in a second but uh all i know is i saw a bunch of stuff on the news where they were searching a lake
2: for this woman so
1: arona do you have uh can you fill us in
2: she was out on the uh lake with her son and it was a uh, lake piru i th- i'm not sure if i'm saying that correct or not i know they had security footage and it was the last footage they had of her you know getting onto her boat and things like that so when i first heard the report it was that uh her son just basically woke up and um she wasn't there however Um, I've now found out that uh, apparently she did save her son uh, and got her son back onto the boat. And I guess he woke up from, you know, uh, something having to do with that. But yeah, it was uh, the body was discovered on Monday morning. They were able to successfully identify the uh, former Glee actress. And that was from the Ventura County Sheriff's Office. So... It's yeah, fucking that's sad that's most i got on it
0: the story that they're coming up with now is that the kid somehow went into the water like maybe he stood up in the boat or something and he went into the water and she went into the water to get him and she got him out of the water but she wasn't able to get back in the boat and that's basically going with what you just said um, yeah, that
2: was from Bill uh,
0: Bill Ayub or
2: however you say his name. It's, uh, she mustered enough energy to get her son back onto the boat? Right, but not enough to save herself.
1: Right. Well, and that's typically how it goes. A lot of times in drownings is a lot of times the initial person who's struggling is the one that you know gets the attention from other people. They go out, they try to save them, and a lot of times that person that's drowning can take down the person saving them or even if they get saved the person you know
0: used up you know spent so much energy saving them that now they're the ones that need help that almost happened to me personally steve you know steve yeah he can't swim steve is a buddy of Doug's. yes he's a good friend of mine steve can't swim and he had always been terrified of water and i was the anti scuba steve and i was trying to and i was trying to teach him to swim you know because i that's all i used to do when i was younger dude i was at the pool every day just about and um i was trying to teach i was going to teach him how to swim and he had a mask on and i told him because i had been teaching him how to swim in the three foot end from side to side on the pool you know and uh and I said, "Are you ready to get in the deeper water?" And I told him to take his mask off, but he didn't want to take his mask off. And what happened was he saw the slope of the pool get deeper and he flipped out, dude. And uh and he was drowning. He was straight up drowning. And I uh, I had to go in and get him, And I was pulling spo- and he was just fighting me and shit. I mean, just beat out. I'm like, "Dude, chill out." I'm like, Fucking grabbing him around. Go the limb. Head. Go like, limb. I'm like, dude, just fucking chill out. And he's <laughs> fighting me and shit. And uh and I finally I got him to the side and dude, I was wore out. Yeah. I mean, I was wore fucking out. It's a full to, body workout. Trying to fight him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh but I got him over to the side and got him out of the pool. And I, dude, I had to when when I got him out of the pool, I had to lay down uh, on the uh, on the side of the pool, man. I was just laying that laying down like, holy shit,
1: yeah. that was insane. Yeah, it was and crazy. now if you add like an actual large body of water where you can't touch right. the bottom, yeah. like a lake, yeah. or even worse, an ocean yeah, that has ocean, current, yep. the
0: Gulf, whatever. That, yep. That's a
1: a lot of times, and this is all just you know, antithetical shit. I don't have the numbers in front of me or anything like that, but you hear about it so often. And it's one thing that when you, when you go out to like a boating uh, safety course or anything like that, they tell you, you know, don't let them take you down. Right. You'll have two dead instead of one. Yeah,
0: they will take you down. They will yeah. take
1: you. So sad overall. You know, uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch Glee now, but uh, either way, it was it made national news, and we, you know, I figured it was worth a mention, especially if nothing else to talk about the you know the obstacles around saving people from drowning. It's summertime, there's a lot of people at pools, yeah. at lakes, lakes, you know. Yep. Out, if if you do some, see somebody that is struggling, I, I pray that you have enough people that knows what they're doing and that you have some uh, life-saving gear nearby. Don't be a statistic. Um on to another celebrity passing. Uh, John Travolta's wife, Kelly Preston, also died of breast cancer. And I'll be honest, that name sounded familiar, but a lot of times if a celebrity hasn't done anything, or at least if I haven't seen anything that they've right. been in in 20 years, I'll see the person not even
0: know who that is as right. far as... Yeah, far she's as... been in a lot of things. She was in a lot of movies.
1: Yeah, I had no idea. it says that uh, you know, she was in From Dusk Till Dawn. She was in Twins? Yeah. You know, when I think of yeah. Twins, I only think of Arnold and Danny. I, everybody else, I couldn't tell you. But uh, yeah, she was in all kinds of stuff.
0: She uh, was in uh, <laughs> Jerry Maguire. She,
1: yeah, and she was in she, Battlefield Earth.
0: Yeah, I wonder if that's where she met old she, Johnny Boy. She was the chick that punched uh, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> His girlfriend. <laughs> in yeah. <the> beginning. Yeah. <laughs> she She's the one that punched him in the face. <laughs> okay, now I now I remember her. <laughs> so
1: I don't have a lot to talk about there. You know, Kelly Preston is another one, and then uh, the more crazy one I think is. Uh, Elvis Presley's grandson, or Lisa Marie Presley's son, otherwise known as Benjamin Q? K? Yeah, I don't know the last name. It's not Presley. I know that much, but uh, apparently he committed suicide.
0: Yeah, and they and and this is, you know, that's the uh, tragedy of being a famous person's, you know, sibling or or not sibling but relatives. Yeah, relatives. Grandson, daughter, son, granddaughter. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it just keeps going. Oh yeah, no. The children of celebrities,
1: you know, in a lot of ways, everybody's like, "Oh, what do you have to complain about? You have like you're living the life of an elite, right? You have you have it so easy, but if you're whoever in your family, depending on the level of fame they had,
0: if you're in their shadow, yeah, all the time. It's constantly. like you're
1: never." you're
0: already set up for
1: failure right. in a
0: way because you're being compared to this Correct. great thing yeah that's what julian lennon uh john lennon's yeah. kid you know he went through that you know and and they you know he dude i remember the first time i heard the song of lot you know i was like holy shit it sounded like lennon you know yeah <laughs> it sounded just like a john it was like john lennon you know and he looked like him you know and um and, it, you know, he was like always living his life under his dad's shadow. You know, he said uh, that the whole music thing was like he was it was basically kind of forced on him sure. You know because uh, he was expected to do it. You know, it was expected of him to become a musician.
2: And not only that, I mean, something else about being a celebrity's anything. I mean, even if you're just kind of closely connected, then paparazzi are on you like crazy. Yeah. So, I and mean, yeah. that alone, you're not getting paid for shit. And you Elvis's know, grandson, especially, you know, they were all, know, all over grandson,
1: yeah. But you're still probably being tracked like crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Yeah.
1: Our, the, our culture's obsession
0: with fame is insane man it's lethal it's it's what drives our society now though yeah it is i mean everybody wants to be famous on tiktok or on youtube or on wherever they they want their fame they want their piece of attention and and you know you see and and this drives me crazy and and it's funny as hell that i saw a comedian he was saying if you take more than three selfies a week, you got a problem. Yeah, you have a problem, <laughs> and 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 it's true. It's there's. I mean, you know people. You see them on. We both. Everybody know, knows. We people. both have friends. We have mutual friends. Ooh, even. Yeah. That that post selfie after selfie after selfie after selfie of themselves, and and it's like. Thanks. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. What do you, what do you want me to, I mean, am I supposed to. Thanks for showing us your face. Y- y- right, like, right. I'm glad
1: you haven't changed that much yeah, yeah. since the last time I saw and you. It,
0: and it's a, and it's a, it's a vanity thing. And it it, it is, it's a, and it's dangerous. You know, it, it is because if you get some, you know, you get some of these people out there, they, you know, cl- cl- the Kardashians, all of the Kardashians, that's, what they're famous for even' they're famous they're, they're famous for being on Facebook and and Twitter, and that's what they're famous for they're famous for you know <laughs> being in the public eye yeah, just being a public figure they have well, no talent. We-
2: no, I was just, I mean, say, we are turning into the cult of personality yes. generation right now where everything, I mean, and the president is a big source of this too, <laughs> where it's just like, I mean, we got a reality star as <laughs> president. The president well, see, to the me, country. that's
1: that's the result oh, of yes. our culture. Exactly. Case in point, everybody, take the device you're listening to this on, look at it. There's a camera looking at you. That didn't exist. That was a thing that was created... To feed your Your, narcissistic vanity.
0: Your ego. Yeah. yeah, I need to see what I look like. Yes.
1: Because heaven forbid, whatever I'm putting out there isn't how I actually look. Right. I got to have full
0: control at all times. And and there's so many people that just, I mean, abuse it, man. It is, it's crazy. I'm not going to
1: lie. And I think it's pretty obvious based on how we were just talking about this subject. But I do. A moment of honesty. I judge people. I do. I judge people if I see them in public, especially if they're just sitting by themselves, they go find a corner with the perfect lighting or whatever, and they're just taking selfie after selfie. I feel bad for that person. Oh, yeah. I feel terrible for the groups of those people that all get together, and it's just selfie city. It's like, hey, experience the moment for the place that you're at. Please. Live life. Life is for living, not for just documenting what your face looks like with
0: a different background. I feel that way at concerts. When I go see a band, and all you see is people looking at the stage through their iPhone mm-hmm. or through their Android. They're not even looking at the stage. They're looking at it through their phone. Yeah. And there's thousands of people are doing this, you know? Yeah. And and it just it it takes away from the whole performance of the band you know what i mean it's like that if you if you go to see a concert have the fucking decency to leave your cell phone in your pocket (laughs) that is that's my that's my take on it now now if you want to pull your cell phone out and you want to record a song or two i'm good with that yeah i'm good with that just to say hey i was here yep but don't sit there the whole night and make your whole concert experience through a fucking phone screen. Now, here's what I'll say. Don't do that.
1: Real, real quick, here's, here, here's what I'll say. There, there, there's a way to do this when you're at a show and you do want to document it. And this is what I do. This is my two steps, three steps. I'm, I'm thinking about this on the fly. I haven't really thought it out. But it, I know for a fact it's what I do, and it's on purpose. When I first get to the venue, I'll snap a picture of the stage Whatever it looks like. Normally, if it's an indoor venue, right. it's when the house lights are on or when the stage is just lit, but there's nobody on it. Right. I'll take a few pictures of that, phone back in pocket. I'll get to wherever I'm going to be, whether it typically it's on the floor, or at least in my younger days, it was on the floor. Right. Now my old right. ass has to go up in the seats. But um, I would get to wherever I'm going to be for the show. The band comes out. Here's what I'll do. And Sorry, listeners, you can't see this, but I'll take the phone and I'll get it ready for video. I hit record and I hold it Next to my face, like over here, Like right. Like, uh, like while well,
0: you're watching, like it's a your buddy sitting next to him like, like it, you, like, like if your phone,
1: if you're on a phone call with a friend and you're on speakerphone and right. you're holding it up for right. the person across the room to hear the guy, right. that's what I do. So I'm not looking at it. I, the video might turn out to be shit, but I'm still unencumbered as far as my field of vision and you know, all of my attention to the show, I'm just, hey, my little my little buddy in my hand is going to record this for a minute. But how many people around you are doing that? Well, I'm, I can only <laughs> speak for myself. Yes, I know, that's what and I'm that's saying. And that's why I'm saying this. Hey, everybody, here's a way that you can document the show without looking like a total chode. And and I'll do that a couple times maybe, depending on what song, if the lights are crazy, if it's an outdoor show and it's at night and you want to catch that shit. I'm not saying don't record it. I'm just saying don't live through your phone. And I'm sorry, Arona. I, that's I think my I, point. I think I cut you off. What did you What do you have on that?
2: Well, I mean, you know, first of all, just to talk about the concert portion of it. I will certainly say I do usually take a video or two uh, during the concert, especially for a full song, and that's more or less not just. Uh, and of course I don't want to live through my phone, but it's more or less, I want to be able to look back on that with a little bit of nostalgia and go, okay, I saw this. It was a great song. I enjoyed it. But the other thing that I was going to bring up about this whole, uh, cult of personality thing though, is it scares me because it's kind of, I mean, people can be taken down by a Twitter post at this point and in China, It's very much that kind of thing where if you are seen to be an enemy of the state or anything like that, you're thrown into camps, blah, blah, blah. And I'm feeling like, you know, the United States is taking a shift like that where uh, we and I mean, with a president that's very authoritarian in the first place, it's, you know, very troubling.
1: Well, I agree with you that, you know, you're seeing it a lot now, people and you've been seeing this for a few years now. It's a it's a scary, it's a terrifying trend that needs to fucking stop. And that is people digging back through. Now that social media has been around for, let's just say, 10 years. It's been around longer than that. But, you know, Twitter's been around for 13 years, 14 years, whatever. Um, don't quote me on that. Anyway, making a point here. When it first came out, no one knew what this was going to become. I, fuck! I remember when Facebook was only for college kids. You had to have an active college email right. to even be on Facebook. Right. And holy shit, that's when it was fun. You know, that was before your your aunt, and your your grandmother, and your <laughs> your your you know a nosy neighbor or a former coworker mother, could be on it.
0: Your, your mother, yeah,
1: yeah. Went back when it was it was unfiltered. You know, no one was getting zucked because nobody even knew who Mark Zuckerberg was. And it was the Wild Wild West, and it was awesome. And you could throw the wildest shit up there. Now, eventually, they started letting high school kids on it. Or I guess they started to open it up to really anybody, and high school kids were the first ones to latch on because they wanted to be part of what the right. older kids were up to. And then immediately, with the high school kids being a part of it, well, the parents now had to be on it to monitor their children. Right. Ergo, college kids who were up Ego. to no good we're now getting tattled on by social media. And I can't tell you how many... that th- I remember the day that it switched over where Facebook was open to the general public, half of my friends basically just had to delete their entire page. They were just like, can't do it. Sorry, sorry, mom's on. For those that didn't do that, whether it was on Facebook or Twitter, and they just moved on with their life, you know, not living by their tweets, they forget that they said some potentially fucked up shit that was funny at the time but now is
0: real terrible and 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 that goes right into our last celebrity whatever death is uh marco rubio well yeah Uh, mr rubio here's all i was gonna say
1: the only thing twitter can do now is get you in trouble yes The only thing that looking back into someone's past can do, you're not going to find anything where you go, this person needs to be exalted and praised on high for all the good, wonderful, (laughs) nobody's looking for that. No, no. Everybody's only looking to shit on somebody. That's it. A dumpster dumpster fire. So fuck social media. You know, I'm on it, but that's because I'm a hypocrite.
2: Well, there's the irony in social media, though, that, Every one of those companies was created by someone who was not at all social in their social (laughs) elite class. I mean, it's run by individuals that were, you know, very, I hate to say it this way, nerdy and had no social circle, you know, mostly. And now these are the people that are in charge of our entire social paradigm. Right, right. They're not social at all.
0: The people that run social media are cannot most, socialize with anyone. They're the most socially awkward people. Yeah, they're the most that that isolated. Social people. media. They are. They're the most isolated people that you would ever meet, and they're in charge of the social media of all of us. So, yeah. Uh,
1: so, so again, I say Twitter and social media can only come back to bite you in the ass. And case in point, we saw that this week. Uh, <laughs> kind of bridging the gap here with the passing of John Lewis, who is a local state representative here in Georgia. Uh, I think he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer last year. Yes. Um, and it was pretty, you know, it was pretty advanced. And he he was eighty when he died, so it's you kind of knew what was coming. So there, my whole point is, you knew this was coming. There was enough time to set up for a reasonable, you know tweet or a public message of thanks and remembrance right and our our little buddy little marco down to the south of us uh tweeted out his condolences and tweeted a picture what he thought was a very warm encounter between he and mr lewis but instead it was of him and elijah cummings who very much is not a georgia never has been a georgia representative and uh who's been dead longer than john lewis yes Totally different person. Right. And he got completely steamrolled on Twitter. I will say this. Social media and Twitter uh, specifically is is designed to just shit on things. But in an instance like this where somebody does something very egregiously ridiculous, oh... Oh, I I felt bad for Marco.
0: I did. I was like, ah, this poor guy. He probably well, didn't even tweet it. Well, no, he probably didn't. But that's that, it's still like He my, probably
1: had some 19 year old staffer.
0: It's <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, but it's still it still goes to show you how fucked up this country is, dude. I mean, when you it, it, man, you take a man like John Lewis. This guy, all the way back to the original civil rights shit in Selma, and I mean just. The history that this guy has, in, not just in politics, but just in America. Period. As far as the the whole um, racial integration, the whole uh, anything uh, that has to do with the struggle, you know, that's he was that's what it. is he was he was knee deep in it his whole entire life, and to have somebody um, that's supposed to be your you know, it's basically a work someone you work with, A coworker, yeah, a coworker, to yeah, have, an associate, to have a senior a, associate, <laughs> right? To have a coworker just shit all over you because they can't even get a picture of you, right? It just shows how how backwards shit is in this country. It's a that tweet was a fucking representation of everything that's wrong. It's it's a, a dude on the right. Uh, a dude on the left that fucking, you know, they both have their whatever. They bumped weights, heads, they worked they together, heads, they squabble, they, their, yeah. They should, they're supposedly respected each other and all this. And you've got the dude on the right sending out his condolences and shit and putting the wrong fucking picture. That is America. <laughs> That's America right there. It's everybody wants that message, but they always keep getting the wrong picture. That's the, the that's basically what I'm saying. It, you know, everybody, everybody in America wants things to work a certain way. And I know they're all different in the some, but are a lot of them are the same ways. A lot of people have a lot more in common than they know that they do. And I, uh, but if, what the hell is that? Oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> but, I my network completely disconnected for some reason and then came back up. I I don't know what the hell.
0: Well, you're that up was. now. He was revived. <laughs> He's quick, revived. Put out a tweet. It, yeah, use the wrong picture. Yeah, put out a tweet. But yeah, that <laughs> it, you know that it, it goes into the whole um, just the divide of the country. You know, I well, mean, it's well, it
1: was a stupid and mistake. Lack of. It, it, real quick, it was a stupid mistake. That's why. People of importance shouldn't be on Twitter. All you're going to do is fuck something up. Uh, you're going to get massive amounts of shit for doing something that you were trying. Back in the day before Twitter, you would have just put out a press release, no picture, no harm, no foul. Everyone right. moves on. Yeah. Twitter only exists to make your life more difficult. Right. It's not going to improve anything. No, it's not going to bring anybody together. If anything, it brought us all together about the fact that Marco Rubio is, in fact, a dumbass and is probably in the process of getting canceled because that's the only thing that happens on Twitter. But, all right, speaking of getting canceled... Rest in peace, John Lewis. Yes, sir. I think uh, the most notable cancellation that occurred last week was uh, that of one Nick Cannon, who, uh, who in the same way as uh, Marco Rubio, had plenty of time. In fact, had right out a year. Much in the same notion as Marco. Marco had a year to get this tweet ready, and he fucked it up. Nick Cannon recorded a, uh, an episode on his podcast, which don't even know the name of his podcast. Don't care to look for it, because I'll never listen to it. The guy's a jackass. Anyway, he recorded this episode a year ago with a, uh, a former member of Public Enemy who was so, too outrageous for the band Public Enemy, who was all about fight the power. Yeah, boy. You know, flavour flavour, all that happy shit. This guy was too outrageous for them. They booted him because he he subscribes to a militant view. Fair economics is what I call it. Right. Where a more radical view. They abide by the teachings of Louis Farrakhan and his outrageous worldview. But uh anyway, so Nick Cannon had uh this guy on his podcast episode and and there's videos going around. Uh namely the most notable video is a two and a half minute clip where he is just railing on uh well the differences between white and black people. I'll just put it there. And um and it's pretty ridiculous. Like it's very you just if you were to flip the races, it would be the most abhorrent shit you've ever heard. Because we've heard shit like this. And it was rightfully stricken down, but that that what that was not what Nick Cannon was canceled for. He he bumped it he bumped up against the third rail in entertainment that you're not supposed to bump into. So he said some horrendous shit about uh, racial differences, and then he said some disparaging remarks over who may or may not be in charge of banking systems. Uh, he he insinuated that they control the world and whatnot, um, and so basically he got fired. From Viacom for anti Semitic views, but nothing about the complete, total racial, racist, you know, just demagoguery that he was espousing. It was bizarre. It was, I don't know why he had this for a year and thought, I'll drop it now, thinking that he wasn't gonna catch any shit for it. Well, he's Nick Cannon. It just shows that he's a dumbass. He's Nick Cannon. I mean, I don't think he should get canceled. I don't think that you should silence people when they have dumb ideas. Let the stupid people talk. That way, the rest of us can navigate our life without coming in contact with stupid people. Is he still married to Mariah
0: Carey? Wasn't he? Go ahead,
1: Arona. Was, wasn't he already
2: canceled when
1: Eminem completely destroyed <laughs> yeah. him?
2: I, I thought that, I mean, I haven't really heard of the guy very much since
1: then. He hasn't been wilding out that much, but no, apparently he's on uh, The Masked Singer on Fox, which is a show much like Glee. I've seen the commercials for, but I, I can't understand how shit like that is popular in America.
0: Who the fuck watches this? The same people that watch The Apprentice,
1: well the evil the evil white people that Nick Cannon was railing against is his main demographic. I mean, yeah. there's there's no black power people that are yeah, watching yeah, the mass Singer. Yeah,
0: they're not watching that. <laughs> is okay. he still married to Mariah Carey? I
1: don't think so. I think that they split up yeah, she, because she Eminem him to the curb. Well, Eminem and Mariah had a thing. Oh, uh-huh, Eminem got it. And in, right? uh, and Nick Cannon put out a what what is it like a on blast freestyle trying to. Trying to go at Eminem, which, by the way... It was a battle rap. Yeah, it was a battle rap. And I don't know how long this has to happen for people to understand. Just don't do that unless you want to be made to look like the fool that you are. Because Eminem is going to destroy you. That's how he came into the business. Nick Cannon came in as like a... Slim Shady. As like a Nickelodeon kid. I mean, he's not a... he, He didn't come from 8 Mile. So anyway, Nick got, uh, you know, he got, it, he got canceled and, uh, for saying that, uh, certain people run the world in the banks. And so, you know, that is what it is. So speaking of money and world domination, or at least money and control, uh, last week we had national theft day, I mean, tax day where we, most of us had to, uh, Chalk up a large chunk of change and give it to old Uncle Sam so that he could continue looking out for our better, you know, our best interests. Yeah, you know. Yes. Work for me, Uncle Sam. That's how this works,
0: right? It's crazy. I bro. mean,
1: tear
2: gas does cost a lot.
0: I had, a, I had to file another extension. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: well, yeah, you you're know, gonna. That's that's where my taxes. I don't even want to talk about taxes, dude. I for I'm for real. I can't. I can't bring myself to it. I owe so much tax debt that I can't come and visit you. Canada, they won't let me. They oh, won't no. let me out of the country. We got an enemy of the state. Yeah, I'd be an enemy of the state. I'd be fleeing my taxes. My The U.S. is your ball and chain? Yes, my ball and <laughs> chain. <laughs> yeah. and But, you know, I, I, I got no complaint paying taxes, but the complaint I have is I pay too much taxes for what I make. That's that is That's my complaint. Oh, yeah. And I pay way too much taxes for the amount of money that I make. I think and I'm everyone, punished for being self-employed. That's another thing. I think everyone
1: can say that. I think, I think I will say that for everyone. Everyone is paying far too much
0: in taxes, especially for what we get. And they punish you. They punish you for being self-employed. You are punished for that. There is a tax that you have to pay when you're self-employed that you don't have to pay when you're working for someone else. So it's, a, it's 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 the penalty. it's the how
1: dare you tax. Yeah,
0: that's it. That's what it is. It's how dare you think that you can go out and make it on your own. This is a big you dangerous
1: world, Doug. You can't you can't possibly go out there. You need our assistance. You need us to watch over you. Just yeah. come back into the fold. Come be come dependent home to mama. <laughs> yeah, let us take care of you. We will solve all your problems. <laughs> now don't look at these billions and trillions if of dollars were <laughs> dropping in other countries in the form of bombs and you know other really fucked up shit that you won't find out about until an election season yeah. but just yeah, come, we're not at all the military industrial complex not at all no it's a very complex complex industry and we do love the military but i don't know if i would put those words the way you did arona i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so <laughs> fuck taxes fuck tax day but i had to do it because i i believe it or not i do enjoy doing this podcast from the studio and not from a jail cell so you know i guess i got that <laughs> to motivate me to yeah, do the right thing yeah
2: hey uh can i bring up actually also uh i know we were kind of passing over it uh but um another crazy thing another crazy person that's known for saying crazy shit bring on, it well and, well, this time it was on a podcast, uh, his own podcast, Rudy
1: Giuliani. He has a podcast, and you are apparently Jesus I Christ. Really? We, we waited oh far my too God. late. We far, we we waited far too late to get into this podcast. <laughs> I, know, game. I to, We're
0: behind Rudy. <laughs> I know. I need to hear one. We want to hear one of his <laughs> podcasts. I bet. I bet that is some funny shit.
2: <laughs> well, I, I mean, he was talking about uh, Black Lives Matter, and uh, I mean, just I like just a white man would this do, and yep. it's not too long. But uh, Rudy Giuliani is talking about uh, Black Lives Matter, and he says, "This is not. Please understand this. This is not isolated. This is not spontaneous. This is planned. This is planned by Black Lives Matter. It's funded by Soros to the tune of 30 to 40 million dollars. And the plan is to change your government. To take it away from you, to take away from you a government based on free enterprise, to take away from you your Second Amendment right to bear arms, to take away from you really your right to have a religion. Soros is a notorious atheist, proclaims the fact that he is an atheist. So are Marxists. By the way, it's one of the cores of Marxism is atheism. And one of the cores of Marxism is no private property. They want your property. They want the government to control it. But they do, do want one preferred class, and that's people who are – they're going to get it like a lifetime salary, and that's going to be black people will get that. And they'll also get to choose property that they want, and that's the reparations for slavery, except it will include black people that came from the Caribbean. And it's going to get paid by white people who never had anything to do with slavery.
1: Wait, so where's the lie?
2: I, I feel like that was an immense stretch. Holy crap.
1: Really? I'm not, yes. I, I'm gonna, I'm I'll be honest, I'm going to call myself out. I agree with uh, almost everything he said. Wow. I mean, Black Lives okay. Matter, the 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 organization is in fact run by Marxists that are calling for the uh, fracturing and the dismantling of the nuclear family. They, you look at how far their stretch goes. It's it's not just talking about equality. You know they want to they want to have their person in the office of the president. They want to control movies and entertainment. They th- it doesn't stop at just what their initial thought of the Black Lives Matter movement being. Where they just wanted to bring up the egregious police brutality uh, that we all experience in this country uh, to varying degrees, but they legit—they're—they're they're, they're on record of saying the organizers of the organization saying we are trained Marxists. Yeah, they—they they own it. And they do want to break the nuclear family because they see it as a Western civilization dominated by white people creation that is the, you know, that is racist. The patriarchy is racist. So we got to tear that down. They are burning Christian churches and toppling Christian statues and beheading statues of Jesus all in the names of Black Lives Matter. And they're teaming up with Antifa to do a lot of this. And they've 1 million percent are Soros funded. This this is more than just a you don't have riots for 50 plus days uh where there's somebody backing it. <laughs> yeah, well yeah. and also that's just about police brutality. Yeah, no I know I know. That doesn't that's never happened like this. This is a cultural re- they are cultural revolutionaries and that and they own it. So I got to be honest, it sounds ridiculous especially if you're not if you're not tuned in to literally what the organization is saying and the targets that they are going after. But I got to, I got to say Rudy, Rudy's not off in my book.
2: I'm going to leave it. I mean, I'm going to leave a space here. Not, not because I disagree completely with you. It's more or less, I'm I'm be honest and call myself out. I don't actually have all the data on that. So, uh, you oh, know, I'll, I'll send look you
1: more stuff. Into that to be more informed. Oh, I, I try, and like I said in our intro episode, I live on the internet. I, I I'm probably going to die of some internet cancer. I think is what I said. So, I'll scour the internet and I'll find videos of like what was mentioned where they're saying who they are and what they're all about. And then also just go down the list. They have it documented of all the targets of their vandalism. And rioting and you know, the destruction. It started, yes, at the police stations and it, right. it branched out and far and wide oh, into yeah, yeah. areas that had nothing to do this no longer has anything to do with George Floyd. I'm sorry to say this, but it, it just doesn't. No, yeah. They they want to crawl, cause so much chaos and uh diversion and divisiveness so that you can't you can't come out against Black Lives Matter but be- or you'll be called racist because then they hide behind the movement. But the organization itself has very little to do with anything. Regard, Just look at, you know, there's there's members of local black neighborhoods. Like, look at Terry Crews. Yeah. You know, there's, there's other prominent black individuals that are coming out and saying, hey, I thought this was about black lives. Like, we have... We're setting records of black death right. at the hands of other black people right, right. right now. Yeah. We're we're breaking our own records. Can we please address that? And BLM has nothing to do with it. That's not their cause. They they, they don't care about that. They they want they do want to overtake and have control. Uh, and so any organization, regardless of your reasons, if if your end result is to have control, I'm first going to be against you or i'm first going to be skeptical of you and i'm likely going to be against you because i'm just not i i don't take kindly to people that want to take over shit
0: well it's it's civil war dude that's all it is it's coming to a civil war this has been brewing for years it's been brewing for a long time and now they finally have the programmed units that they need to
1: well, and they got the buy-in. Yeah, to Look, fill I their, mean, you, you can't their get- void. Look, this is,
0: it's like a pro- disruption. Disrupt is a computer, hack, coder, coders use it all the time. It's That's what they are doing. They are doing what a computer code, a virus does. It disrupts the code. And, and they are the disruptor of the code that is the United States. And well, it's a divide and they, conquer tactic. It, 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 they, yeah, they want to bring it all down. And well, I think this goes back much farther <laughs> than just BLM. This goes back- no. That's what I'm saying. This has been brewing for a long time. This has been coming for a long time. Yeah, th- this is just the tactic that they've found that they can use Bit because
1: they know that race is America's soft spot. Right. Because so many people, white people, are are so. You know, they're, they're so fearful of being considered racist, they will go along with anything you put in front of them as
0: long as they aren't considered racist. But what they have is a generation. Well, yeah. That's what they have by the balls. Well, that's what it took. The, the 20 to 30 year olds, they've got them by the nuts. And that, yeah, that's what it took to get a whole generation to rise up against something and it's, I mean, it, it's not all of them, but it's damn sure close to all of them. Well, either way, we can all say it's its, a, de- it's on. It's on. Yeah, it is on. And and they are an army, dude. They will be. They will be a, and they will get destroyed. And it'll be, it'll be, it'll just be chaos, dude. It'll be yeah. chaos. That's well, what's going to happen. Here's the thing.
1: In, in Portland, they've had riots now for like 52 straight days. This isn't going to end... Yeah, you know, there's an election coming up. There's an, there's yeah, a reason no, why this shit wasn't yeah. happening last year. Right. This these aren't people that are against Trump. Now, they hate Trump, sure. But if they were against him and thought that he was the evil man that they that everybody claims he is, they would have been doing this back during the Russia Gate shit. Right. They would have been doing this back during the Ukraine Gate the shit. Whole time, yeah. They would have been doing this the whole time. There, don't, don't think for a minute that the timing of all of this is organic. Cause it's fucking not. No, in a row, I'll send you. I'll, trust me, dude. When we when we get off, I'll send you all kinds of stuff. Welcome to the conspiracy corner. Woohoo! It's a real, <laughs> it's well, a it's a real jolly.
2: You know, bringing up Portland, though. I mean, one thing that I, w- <laughs> okay, I'm. Uh, you know, spoiler. I did live in Oregon for quite a while.
1: How long? How long were you, you know, there? Port, like three. years? Uh, well, not five? quite a while.
2: It was yeah, two years. Two years. Okay, I was in Portland. And I'm going to tell you, I mean, you might accidentally trip over
1: a black person, but it, well,
2: it's generally qu- Arona, all white people. Arona, yes.
1: real quick, just to set this up, I, I'm not trying to like diminish your sure. your your Portland story, but just to give some context, because what's happening in Portland now, it wasn't happening in 1964 or, you know, 1982. I mean, you were in Portland within the past 10 years. Your two years there was fairly recent, So it it does kind of align with what is going on now. So your take, I'm just trying to set you up. So for whatever you're about to tell us, it kind of it does pertain to what's happening now.
2: Sure. Yeah. Exactly. And well, what it brings me to to is. I've been watching a lot of, um, they've got these uh, interviews with uh, police, and there is one very prominent that I watched uh, that was a uh, black police officer that is talking about these protests. And he is saying, basically, uh, he's trying to have conversations uh, with black people, and black people are overwhelmingly trying to have conversations back but a white person will step in and say, don't talk to them. They're the devil. And it's like, I mean, that's his experience on the street. And this is one of those things where it's like I, the society there is so fucked, where it's kind of like you have to – in Portland, it's – you have to live this life of I am completely non racist. I am, it's almost a protective covering to just, oh, don't look at me, you know, kind of thing. And what's it, most of these people are extraordinarily racist, you know, behind the scenes, and they're not fighting for anybody but themselves. When you get outside of Portland, I'm going to tell you. The rest of Oregon is extremely racist. I mean, a friend of mine there told me about sundown towns, which was you do not want to be caught black after sundown. Right. right. I mean, that's most of Oregon. If you didn't have Portland,
1: it would be a red state. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think it's just the definition of irony that, uh, you know, the game, you know, like the game between Georgia and Florida, the football game. It, to me, is, was, and always will be known as the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. The game between Georgia and Georgia Tech is uh, clean, old-fashioned hate. Auburn and Alabama is the Iron Bowl. What do you have between Oregon and Oregon State? It's called the Civil Fucking War. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's because I think if you left the state to its own devices, put a wall around it, they would kill each other. They would. Because it is a very divided state, you have the whole eastern half. If you look up a map of the, the voting, uh, like the, the the voting blocks of the state, what what basically won out each county, each district in Oregon, Arona, you're right. It is, it looks like the American flag. It's blue in the top left hand corner, and the rest of it's red. Well,
0: ba- basically, Portland is uh, probably occupied by a lot of people that left California and and moved to portland and so they have the same uh view basically as a lot of the california you know well that, it's it's just
1: like a lot of america that you know in the cities it's blue you know in the cities where you have dense populations everybody has their own specialized thing that they're working on for their job right you know you you can't have a tech industry in in the middle of a cornfield in iowa right like you you have to have support systems for a lot of that shit to exist and so in urban areas it leans more democratic and that's a that's nationwide doesn't even matter yeah and then once you go out to the rural areas it's red it's red yeah more more self-determinant you know self uh determination, more isolation, self-reliance, self-reliance, yeah. you know, independence. Yeah. Those people lean red, more dependence, you know, where they do want a larger structure, a larger government, you know, uh, to take care of things. It, they're typically Democrats and you find that in the cities. It that's just how it works out. It's not like this big great pondering of why people think the way they do. It makes sense for where they live. But you're seeing them clash more and more and more because the people in the cities want to have more control over the people in the country and the people in the country I don't think are coming in the city saying you need to live like me it seems like it's the the divi- the dividing
0: lines are there and they're being well they're trying to impose their will on people instead of trying to uh, have a debate about things you know instead of having instead of trying to come to a consensus between uh you know, two opposing views. It's my way or the highway. Well, yeah, you know, that's, well, that's our, our country doesn't know debate anymore. Yeah, it's it's I know. all
2: who can talk the loudest over one. That's another.
0: it. That's it. And money and who can raise the most money who can, who can fucking sock that bank away. And, and it all comes, dude, everything that we're talking about, everything that we're talking about comes down to people voting against their interests. It, it's a it's still I will bring that up till the day I that's, die that's a result of it that's a result of everything that everything that we see is a result of that one thing
1: but on the way there you hear this all the time you hear people saying you know we need to come together and have a dialogue exactly we need to come together and have a conversation right. about the issues yes. we need to come together on this they don't mean that no they think, I know they they think that's what they mean right and it sounds nice and if that truly happened hallelujah but what they mean and and i'm not even saying which side because it this is whoever is saying this dumb shit this is what they're thinking yeah i want you to come and think like i do my side i want you to start thinking like i do because i am right right and if if you think any other way than I do, you are wrong. That, and, and if you are wrong, by the way, nobody thinks they're the bad guy. So I'm inherently the good guy. I'm good. I'm right. You're wrong. You're bad. Bad long enough becomes evil. The good person, it's their duty to stomp out evil. Ergo, civil war. It's it it's you. It, I don't know where we'll end up being a year from now along this path, but I can say this with full confidence that if we end up in a civil war or a major conflict or where states start to secede, you cannot tell me that right now we are not on our path. We are not on a path towards that because in my opinion, we're clearly going in that direction. And I don't know if people are ready for that shit. No, I know yeah, they're not. Because everybody's no. in their own heads, feeling how good about, or feeling good about how right they are, that they don't see how bad this could go. They really fucking don't. Right. But the shit
2: of this is, you're the people that are running this dialogue account for maybe fifteen percent, twenty percent of the population. It's not the vast majority of this. This is media run. This is government run. It's all about distorting our intake of information so that we believe we're living in the world that they are constructing.
1: Well, okay. I I agree with you. but And I'm sorry, Doug. I'm going to have to dip into it. What's the total population as far as confirmed cases as uh, compared to a percentage of the national population? It's less than 15%. It's far less than 15%. And look at what we're willing to do to control the entire population because there's a disturbance that can potentially spread in a much smaller percentage of the population. It does not take 51% of the population to control the narrative. If anything, we should have learned that a long time ago. Like This small, minute movement, and unless it gets stomped the fuck out, and called out for the bullshit that it is, it will only grow. It will not die on its own until it actually does have power. What they're calling for, and what this whole movement is, is bound to fail. It's failed every time it's ever been tried anywhere on the face of this planet. I don't need a sixth time to see how differently it's going to fail. But if it doesn't get stomped the fuck out by the silent majority, it will only grow... And make the rest of our lives in this country a fucking lot more difficult than it needs to be. Because, again, its I believe wholeheartedly that it is a Marxist, you know, communist revolution that they are trying to uh, invoke. And all that, that 100% uh, is dependent on others falling under someone else's control. So, anyway, I don't know. I'm all against it. I think I've said my piece on it. (laughs) I'm I'm obviously not down for the
0: cause. Well, the one thing that I don't believe is that if Joe Biden gets elected president, that is going to happen. I don't believe that. I mean, it's a, look, people, people keep talking about Biden and Trump. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't. The shit is set. It's sealed. They know what's going to happen next year. Everybody, all of them fuckers up there know. All of them. Democrats, Republicans, they all know. Well, they definitely know what's going to happen if Biden gets in there because he's, he's a meat puppet. Yeah, but that, what I'm saying is, it it's not a, it's not, everybody is making this election, this is the most crucial presidential election ever. It's not. Well, they've been the, saying that about every, every election, election. fucking presidential election ever. since the beginning of time. Yeah. Yeah, so. And the next uh, one will be the most right, important. right. And it doesn't matter about the president because, and once people get that out of their head, if they quit thinking about the president and start looking at local, looking at their state, looking at their city, looking at their fucking look at the shit that is right in front of you, and if shit is fucked up, kick the fucking people out and put somebody new in and and Agreed. if people don't start realizing. That if you keep putting McConnell in there, you keep putting Pelosi in there, you keep putting Schumer in there, you keep putting Rubio in there, you keep putting these same faces in there year after year after year. All you're doing is making them people more and more and more powerful over what they can fucking do to you. And that's what all these committees that all these people sit on, man, the budget committees, the fucking it's, it's, defense It's, it's committees. too big. It's too it's, big. If you, the voter, I don't vote, I never will vote, I've came to that conclusion that I'll probably never vote because I can't pick a fucking side. I'm not a puppet. I can't go for somebody... To go against somebody else, I can You're can't. not going to vote
1: for the lesser of two evils. Doug? Not, no, no, I can't do that.
0: I can't. Well, see, and the the
2: funny thing behind that the the lesser of all the evils, and I hate to they still evil. A, um, I hate to quote a very campy show, which is Witcher. But I mean, there's a perfect quote that the guy says, where it's like lesser, greater, middling. It's all the same, but if I'm to choose between one evil and another, then I prefer not to choose
0: at all yeah That's didn't me. Getty
1: Lee say it That's perfectly a,
0: yeah if you if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice
1: yes and if we're made choice if we're throwing quotes around, allow me to quote the great Stephen Baldwin and Polly Shore think globally. <laughs> But act, act locally. locally. That's it. Viva los mm-hmm. biodome. Yeah, that could save our <laughs> from entire a planet. Came Literally, from a caveman. Biodome was created to save the planet. Mm-hmm. And now the movie Biodome could save our planet. It actually could. Oh man, these guys. I'm gonna create a statue of these two, and hopefully yeah. we won't get torn down in the next revolution. By yeah. the
2: way, the actual biodome is out here where I live. And oh no! I've shit? been to such place. Oh yeah. It's what is cr- a biodome? What island? city is that? Um it's closest to Tucson. I'm not sure if it's in the Tucson like city limits, but uh yeah, it's
1: out in Tucson. Son of a bitch. I can't believe you didn't take me there when I when I came out there. I would have ta- I would have gone there just to do their stupid dance and act like a Sherman tank. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: that would have been amazing.
1: So how hot is it
0: in Arizona there, Arona?
2: Ah, shit. I I don't even look because it's depressing, Uh, but uh, for uh, the sake of, uh, you know, no, just since you asked. To the accuracy desk. Huh?
1: I said, to the accuracy desk.
2: Yeah, right now, and by the way, it's 725 in the PM here, and it's 104 degrees.
1: Good lord. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, everyone should move out of that area. Yes, that's uh. I can't believe you have it spontaneously combusted. <laughs>
2: well, it's like I said, we do not have a reliable water source. It's the most insane thing
1: to live here. It's the surface of Mars. Yes. I've seen that, it in person, and I will stand no, by that's, it. It's
0: more like the surface of fucking Venus. Or uh, what is it? I can't remember. A the planet one, that's oh, very, very hot. The one that's closer to the
1: sun. So, uh, well, we went... A little off the show notes, but that's totally fine. I don't know how to get us back on track. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> I mean... Uh, well, speaking of... I guess we'll, we'll go back to where uh, Arona took us, and that is back to Portland. You know, uh, <laughs> it, there's a whole hullabaloo, and we talked a couple episodes back about how we... Uh, how, about how Doug and I watch these internet streamers that have been covering all of the civil uprising and unrest throughout America...
0: Excellent, excellent coverage.
1: And I haven't really watched a lot outside of the U.S. I know it's been going on in in France and in England and in a
0: lot of other places. Oh, but... Australia, we watched last night. Well, that's right, yeah. That was yeah, Australia. They, oh, they were they were a little boring. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was kind of boring. There was a shitload of people there, though. I think
1: somebody needs to teach
0: them how to. Hey, Soros, get down to Australia and yeah, show them how to lose. Yeah, show them how to fucking do it, man. They're a little more on the PG side of yeah, things. Yeah, we need to we need some put some excitement in that
1: stream. So. We've been watching these streams, and uh, you know, recently it's been kind of boring, which is a good thing. Yeah, it means things are calming down. Yeah. However, um, you never know when a a fire might just spawn right out of nowhere, and Portland seems to be the latest locale for uh, absolute buffoonery. And I think that uh, I saw an article. They're like 52 days straight; they haven't taken a night off. Yeah. They're they're just plugging right through. Yeah, no, they're gonna make it known. There's some upset people in Portland, and uh, we saw last night they were doing like a little parade. <laughs> Somebody rented a, a U-Haul truck yeah, with a trailer, yeah. and some loudspeakers, and they were chanting for Black Lives Matter. And the camera panned around, not one black
0: person. Yeah, not anywhere one, to be found. Not one black person. Not at all. And this is this is listen to this. This is crazy. The guy that was actually streaming, he's a streamer. That I've been watching um, on Woke.net, if you care to look in on them. <laughs> but, uh, but this guy's been streaming on there for probably, I've seen him on there for the past couple of weeks anyway. And um, he was answering questions before this parade started that Jim, Jim's talking about from people that were, you know, sending him questions. In, and he, In his uh, chat. Yeah, in his chat. And he says, uh, and people started talking about how fast he could run. And, uh, and did his arm still hurt? And they were asking him all these questions. And, and I was like, what the hell is he talking about? And apparently the night before last, <laughs> this guy got shot. He was the only one, only one out of all the protesters that were there. The only shot fired <laughs> was fired at him. A one in a million chance. One of the colored, colored paint bullets that they used the, the to, marking, tag marking yeah, rounds. to tag somebody. And, uh, it's extreme and it, paintball. And his arm was still all welled up from it. And this was something that the guy said, Now I can't, I can't confirm this. All I can say is this is what this streamer said. The people that, are sh- that have shown up in Portland that are snatch- snatching people off of the street and throwing them in vans, uh, the federal agents are grabbing streamers. According to this guy, that's who they're going after. Well, and that's that's and what I was ran gonna... from one. He had ran from one. That's what the other guy was talking about how he got away from one of the people in the van. Rural Reggie. So, yes. So, I don't I don't know. I so, don't yeah, think.
1: so what's being the, the news coming out of Portland is that, you know, there's That Trump has unleashed his secret police in Portland to break down uh, and tear down these protests and riots and and to uh, You know, arrest the rioters, and which is, again, like most headlines, especially involving Trump, partly true. Uh, I wouldn't really call them secret police. Uh, They're Department of Homeland Security agents, and the the Department of Homeland Security, as we all remember, a little history lesson, was created post-9-11 to where it grouped together all of our uh, federal law enforcement agencies. You have the Border Patrol. Yep. Customs and Border Enforcement, yep. ICE, yep, ATS. immigration, all that shit, yes. everything all wrapped into one, FBI, all that stuff is now under the- Department of Homeland Security. The Department of Homeland Security. Yes. So these aren't secret police, and they're not military either. They're they're not the army, they're not the Marines, they're not the Navy. They are federal police, they Home, federal Homeland cops. Security agents, yeah. And so you have members of all these varying agencies that were deployed- in Portland, because the local government has been sitting back and just allowing the protests and riots and stuff to just, they're trying to let them burn themselves out. I don't know how long, I i don't know. Here's just an open question. How long are you supposed to let this go on for? Like, is there just indefinite? This is what the city
0: is now? It now is just a state of... Well, there's nothing in the Constitution that says a protest has to last any certain amount of time. Sure, and there's also so,
1: nothing in the Constitution that says you're free to go disrupt public, you know, public areas. That, uh, yeah, right. definitely
0: right? So, and there are laws against rioting. Right. Rioting no, is no, very no, much no, illegal. Writing, yes, yes, rioting. So, but see, what they have to be careful. This is what they have to be careful with: is the right to protest. They have to be very careful about what they do. Yeah. Now, if there's looting and all that shit going on, yes, go in there and fucking bust them up, bust them, bust them the fuck up. But if it's people protesting and they're walking now I don't agree with them blocking a fucking interstate. I I think that's the dumbest We've gone down yeah, that road. Yeah, we went down that road. Yes, we did. But <laughs> uh pun intended. But yeah, but I mean it's if you're if you're going to protest and you're going to do a peaceful protest and you're in the middle of a city and you got all the people blocked off in the middle of a city, they should be able to do that for as long as they want to do it. As long as they're not fucking anything up and they clean up their shit when they go home. You know? And I I, I completely agree with that. And I will say, though, I mean, yeah, there has to
2: be a time limit on this shit. It can't go on indefinitely. However, the one thing I'm not certainly accepting of is the fact that these people are going around basically picking people up off the street in unmarked vehicles. Right. Now the thing—it's bullshit that what they're saying, where they're not identifying themselves, they are very much identifying themselves as part of that same group that uh, Jim you brought up, where it's—they're uh, basically border patrol agents, so both or in the same kind of kind of camp. Right. And uh they are identifying themselves. It's just the way that they're doing so is in a very authoritarian manner
0: well, in my opinion. Well, according to this guy, they're snatching streamers well, well, off the street.
1: Well, hold on and I, let me I want to get to something uh we, we can get back to that in a minute, but here's the thing. They're they are doing this. They are protesting is very legal. And they're not snatching up people that are just protesting. Last night, we watched the stream. Nothing was happening until right. they set the Portland police building on fire. Right. You start setting buildings on fire, that is rioting. That is no longer a peaceful protest. Right. Now, we've seen... And that's we, the difference. We've seen, it over the last month and a half, a lot of shit get burned down, and it, it was allowed to, because right. they literally wanted to let them burn themselves out right. of energy, You know, get tired out it's kind of like how you fight a forest fire you make a fire around that right. fire so just let them tucker themselves out and and it will naturally die down so the protesting they're still allowing they're allowing the spray painting they're allowing they're allowing the destruction of property what they won't allow and what they shouldn't allow is once you start setting buildings on fire now personally if your gripe is with the government and you go set a government building on fire. I get it. I think it's dumb. I think it's going to defeat your cause, but I understand it. It's not like, uh, how did they pick this building and where did this come from? However, once you do that and you're now in a riot, that's very much illegal. The law enforcement or the laws to be enforced are against those that are starting fires that's not that difficult of a concept to grasp. And on top of that, a lot of the members of these protesting groups are self-described Antifa. Now, I don't know if you remember a month ago, but Trump and his you know, cabinet or whatever came out and did ordain Antifa to be a terrorist organization. Right. Now, I'm, I'm building all this up. Let's take a trip back nine years ago when Obama was president. He signed a little thing known as the National Defense uh, Authorization Act. Now, what was in that act was a clause where it gave government the right to arrest, detain, and hold indefinitely anyone who is deemed a terrorist. That shit was passed nine years ago. And it, it now a lot of people on the right, and, and probably just because they were not for Obama, were saying this could be a problem. This could be a really big fucking problem. You are totally waiving due process. You're you're gonna make it so that if they deem the wrong person as a terrorist, they can take away all of your rights without any
0: due process. Yep, and detain you for as long as they want. For
1: as long as they want, and you don't you you don't have to be told shit right you can be whisked into an unmarked van and whisked away it's legal and it's something that's been signed into law for nine fucking years the the difference is is people are now seeing what that actually looks like and they're losing their shit and it's like tried to fucking tell you i don't know like i don't know Maybe the people that weren't on board weren't just against it because Obama signed it. Maybe it was a really fucking bad idea to give government that kind of fucking power. But, you know, you join this organization called Antifa. You protest, you loot, you burn. Eventually, the federal government is going to step... Like Think of it like Grand Theft Auto. You've been bumping up the amount of stars that you've been accruing at the top right-hand corner. You're at that four-star mark. The federal right. the federalities are coming in now. Right. And it's not the military. That's five stars. I think we still have that in front of us. But, so yes, the federal law enforcement agents are coming in and they are upholding the law that has been law for nine fucking years. Those people are deemed as domestic terrorists. They are being treated as such. Now, Portland officials have basically kicked the federal government out. They said, we don't want you here. They have the right to do that. You know, they, whatever. So, I don't I don't know where this goes. This literally just, you know, has been going on the last couple of well, nights. We saw it last yeah, night. Yeah. You know,
2: What's kind of, of hilarious though about that is essentially Trump and the the mayor, Ted Wheeler, uh, is uh the mayor. And he goes on a tirade against Trump where it's just like get your people the fuck out of here. And the funny thing about it is that you know, uh he sent in his forces and they requested a meeting essentially with the um Individuals out there, the the police commissioner or whoever that was, the main person over over the police, was like, "I'm not coming to the fucking meeting. That's not happening." However, uh, the the leader of the uh, the union for the police did go to the meeting, and so these are <laughs> forces that are miscommunicating within the same state and it's showing exactly how discombobulated the whole thing is because the state's not even working together to work with the federal government. And it's a, it's a mishmash. No one's cooperating, but yet other places are. It's just it's not working.
1: No, it's bizarre. And you've seen this in a lot of other places uh like Minneapolis, where they just let them burn themselves to pieces and loot shit left and right. And Trump and the federal government were like, hey, get this shit under, you know, get this shit under control. And they were like, no, you don't know the resolve of Minneapolisians. I don't know how to say the plural of people that live in Minnesota. Anyway. Minnesotans. Minnesotans, uh, don't you know. So he was saying, you know, hey, get this shit under control. And they said, nah, a few. They burned up everything. Now it's died down. It's pretty much over up there. And now they turn around and say, hey, federal government, can you give us money to rebuild our town? And they're like, no, get bent. Like, yeah. And I know everyone's like, look at Trump. He's not, he's not taking care of those people. It's like, look, people, you can't. It's too easy to rail on the guy for the dumb shit he does. You can't hate everything he does just because you're against him. At some point, if you want his help, you have to control your own house. You can't let your house get completely torn to pieces and then you call up, you know, the landlord the overlord, and say, yeah. hey, can you help me rebuild my house? They're going to look at you like, are you out of your fucking mind? Take care of your own place. And if you're not concerned in doing that, like, hey, attention, Portland. If you let this keep going, do not turn around and ask the federal government for fucking aid. Like, I don't want to hear it. And nobody should. Like, get your house in order. That's what I'm saying by this needs to get, this needs to stop now. It's, it's gone on 40 days too long. In my opinion, it, it just seems like an exercise in futility at this point. And
0: it's really annoying if at the least, just like this podcast. Um, so yeah, (laughs) uh, that was, uh, we'll end on that.
1: Man, we didn't even get to the most important news that the Redskins are changing their name. Oh uh, yeah, We'll, we'll get save that. that for next week. We'll
0: save that for next week. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, everybody just, uh, hey, love one another, you yeah. know? Yeah. Can yeah. we all just try get along? Little, try a little love. Just live and let live, man. Yeah. And quit beating the shit out of each other. That's all.
1: Yeah. Hey, Antifa, you can do, go do your Antifa stuff at your own
0: house. I don't yeah. care. So, Yeah. Uh, On that note, I guess we're going to get out of here for this week. I think that was a pretty healthy rant. Sure. That was a very healthy rant. So uh, we'll see you next week, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.